0: Franchising is the most misunderstood and most overlooked form of entrepreneurship. We're here to educate you and help you find the entrepreneur within. Franchising is not all about
1: the french fries. We find that individuals who are exploring business ownership tend to have a lot of misperceptions and misunderstandings about the franchise industry. So what we want to do is help prospective business owners make confident and educated decisions before moving forward or not moving forward with a business. Welcome to Unpredicted Entrepreneur. Hello, and welcome to episode 42 of Unpredicted Entrepreneur. My name is Sarah Wasco, and this is my colleague, Roxanne Rapsky. We are with Fran of Dallas-Fort Worth in Oklahoma, and we started this podcast to really provide education and resources for everything related to business ownership and specifically franchising. And today, we welcome our guest, Jay Sorrenti, and Jay is the CEO of Best Life Brands, which is a portfolio of senior care companies. So Jay, welcome to Unpredicted Entrepreneur, and just tell us a little bit about uh, what Best Life Brands is.
2: Hi, Sarah. Hi, Roxanne. It's a a great privilege to be with you guys today. Thank you for having me. Um, Best Life Brands is a portfolio company of four senior care franchise brands made up of um, Comfort Care and At Your Side, which is a senior home care business, Care Patrol, which is a senior care solutions business. Blue Moon Estate Sales, which helps with senior care transition services, and Boost Home Health, which is a home health franchise that we just introduced to the market 18 months ago. So four companies under one umbrella of Best Life Brands.
1: That's wonderful, and I really enjoy kind of the synergy between the four brands that are under your umbrella. So were they each independent, and then Best Life came in and acquired them? Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, it's exactly right, exactly how it happened. Back in 2017, Comfort Care was sort of the first um, business that the private equity firm that owns Best Life Brands called the Riverside Company. They acquired Comfort Care and then they went off into a venture where they wanted to invest in senior care. Uh, and so they acquired Care Patrol, which was founded in Arizona. Comfort Care is actually from Michigan, was founded there and had been a business 20 years. Care Patrol came along second. Uh, was acquired second and was acquired from Arizona from the founders that started that business in 1993, 30 years ago, but started franchising about 20 years ago. Blue Moon Estate Sales came along next and that was acquired in late 2019. Uh, and That business had been founded in Raleigh, North Carolina um, and had started to franchise just recently before that, a few years before, it had 25 locations at that time when we did the acquisition. I joined in March of 2020, and then about 18 months ago, we we acquired a business, a company-owned business, and then started to franchise Boost Home Healthcare. So four independent brands that we've kind of rolled up under this umbrella, and, and hopefully we'll talk, I'm sure, about adding on to that portfolio a little bit more. Um, but that's kind of how it's come together in, uh, since 2017.
1: That's wonderful. Did I hear you say you joined in March of 2020?
2: Yes, so wow. uh, literally the day the day before COVID became a national story. Um, wow. so as I got into the business and I'm not from the senior care space or from healthcare, so I was trying to learn the business and people were talking about, you know, pivoting and you know, what's going to be our curbside delivery and I was trying to learn the fundamentals of the business. So it was like <laughs> jumping into the 11th uh, 11th week of algebra class and I didn't really get the first 10 weeks. It was Not a fun time to try and learn a new business, but we got through it pretty good.
1: Wow. So what were you doing prior to joining Best Life Brands and what brought you there?
2: Yeah. So I was working for a company called Safeguard Business Systems, which is a national franchise business selling checks, forms, stationery, promotional products out of Dallas, Texas, a network of franchisees all across the country, um, and a division of Deluxe Corporation. You'll remember Deluxe from the red box of checks that you used to get when you went to a bank back in the day. Uh, and so I was running that business for the last eleven years, and wasn't really looking, but um, this private equity firm came along and and presented this opportunity. and it felt like a really great opportunity for three big reasons. one, i I love the demographics, obviously, that that um, that the senior care space, sixty you know ten thousand people a day turning sixty five, they call it the silver tsunami. So chasing that demographic was exciting. two, I love the businesses that, that we were already in. And then three, a private equity firm at the time we had 3 businesses said you know we want this portfolio to be 6 to 8 brands over time and so all three of those things got me really excited then i met the team and it felt like the team needed a leader like i felt like i was and so it's been a really good decision for me i literally walked away from something that was very good and and into something that was even better
0: So I have to say that I'm very familiar with Safeguard and I didn't know that it was a franchise.
2: Yeah, they, we use the term at that company, they use the term distributors, but it's really a, it's a franchising model. We have franchise agreements and FDDs and the whole bit. It did not start that way, but about 20 years ago, the state of California said, this is really a franchise. You should apply it. And, And I joined about, I joined in 2009. So yep, it's a, it's a really good, successful franchise concept.
0: I'm curious because you said you've been in um, franchising your whole professional life. Most of us don't start out in franchising. So how did you end up in franchising right out of the gate?
2: So two quick s- stories. The, the first, I just I was coming out of college. My wife and I had known each other since sixth grade. Wow. We got married as soon as I graduated from college. And she actually finished college in three years. It took me the normal four So I was hurrying up to get a job and we needed to get married. So off we did that. And and I found a position with a company that was in franchising, but nobody really knows it to be in franchising as an international limousine company. And after a couple of years in Washington DC area, we wanted to go back home to the Pittsburgh area, which she had an IT job. And again, I'm chasing her back. And I wrote letters back then in 1989, 1990, you wrote letters uh, to the CFOs (laughs) in this town that you wanted to go work for. And the CFO at GNC, who was just starting oh, to franchise wow. at that time, saw my experience, saw that I was working for a franchise company, interviewed me and hired me. I was the fourth employee ever at the GNC franchise business. We had 25 franchise stores at that time. When I left there 15 years later, we had 4,000 franchise stores in 40 countries. Wow. Uh, wow. And in response, then I was leading that business for the last three years I was there. So to have that experience of that growth and, and just, uh, you know, the business cycles that you go through and, and the fast expansion was a wonderful experience. I learned so much about franchising through that process. And, and, um, so that's kind of how I got into it. It was kind of writing letters and the guy saw my background and thought I was the right guy.
1: Well, I love it, and there are so many opportunities in franchising. So, you've obviously had a very diverse career. You said limousines and GNC, <laughs> and then checks, Safeguard, <laughs> and now, now senior care. So, there's a big why uh, behind Best Life brand. Share with us a little bit about that.
2: That's that's uh, I, I skipped one of the most important reasons I like this business, um, and and that is the why that's behind our business. You know, when you wake up in the morning, everybody. Has work to do and they go off and do the best job that they can in the job that they do. It's fun to have a great why and the mission orientation of all the businesses that are in best life brands, helping people live their best lives, trying to solve a problem. You know, I don't know how to take care of my senior parent. I don't know. My senior parent can't live alone anymore. What community do they go to? What am I going to do with all their stuff? And we solve a lot of really great problems. And so that why when you wake up in the morning that the people, not only the people that work and support our franchisees, but all our franchisees and all their employees, um, you almost have to have permission to have such a great why. You almost have to work for a nonprofit. Here, we're able to do it for profit and help franchisees be successful at the same time while we're solving problems for literally hundreds of thousands of people affected by the people we touch every day. So, it's a, it's a fantastic business and that why is a really strong one for us.
1: That's awesome. So um, you uh, mentioned, you know, your four brands. And so tell us a little bit about kind of how they can work in tandem. Someone might have a need for two or three of those brands. And just, you also touched on the silver tsunami, which Mm -hmm. uh, is obvious. And there's lots of Lots of providers out there for seniors, so I would love to know a little bit about what sets you apart as well. I think those questions kind of both work together in some ways. They
2: they do, and and Mm -hmm. not only is the silver tsunami happening with 10,000 people a day turning 65, but in one of our businesses at Care Patrol where we do placements into communities, um, the population that's growing over 85 is growing very rapidly by 40% every year. Um, and, and in the last several years, so there's significant growth in that senior population, and, and there's all kinds of demand happening in the spaces. You know, we set ourselves apart um, one because we've got a lot of tenure. Um, the, the guy that started Comfort Care, the original founder, he had this idea. He was an accountant. He didn't really wasn't in senior care, but he saw a need for his own parents, and so the reason that he decided to franchise was he knew that this was such a personal business. That he wanted to make sure that when he provided that service in whatever market he was in, that the client could talk to the owner. He wanted to make sure that the owner was in the space. Um, cause he could have certainly opened company owned locations all over the country, but that wouldn't have had the personal touch. So obviously, you know, there's a lot of franchise concepts that have that, but our owner operator model was really important to us. And we get asked all the time, can we do an investor model? Can we buy 10 territories and in our, our, Our philosophy is really owner-operator, because we want that owner to be able to talk to the client. And then from there, we've got a lot of innovation in the business. We were the first at the comfort care business. We were the first uh, program built for dementia patients that was endorsed by the Alzheimer's association. There's now three in the country. We're one of those three, we were first. Uh, And then there's other programs. We're getting into electronic monitoring, uh, remote patient monitoring to help clients when we can't be there 24 hours a day. Um, we have a music program that helps seniors with dementia we have a falls program to help seniors that are falling. So there's special differentiators that we have that are special programs that we bring out that we think differentiate us from other businesses.
1: That's interesting. And you also shared something with me about um, how you can help them with staffing, because I know that's a very big question and concern right now among uh, business owners. So give us a little more detail on what is provided via the franchisor to help franchisees with their staffing.
2: Yeah, so um, this was something that I kind of uh, fell into, and it, it was fun to watch at some level. Other franchisors kind of come into this space as COVID started to happen. You know, a lot of franchise companies get into franchising. I know GNC got into franchising because they did not want to have to hire all the employees necessary to run all those stores I talked about earlier. Um, but then during COVID, I think a lot of franchisors realized that if they didn't help their franchisees with employees, then the locations were going to be closed and there would be no royalty streams. There'd be no product sales. And so I think they came to the realization that recruiting, helping franchisees recruit became a really important component. The good news is at Comfort Care and at Your Side, um, we had been doing that recruiting help to our franchisees for 10 years. This was very forward thinking by our founder um, because he realized that one of the big issues in this business was going to be to find caregivers. We have a lot of caregivers supporting a lot of clients at Comfort Care. And so we do provide, we have a program called Caregiver First. It's a program that focuses on the caregiver and it, it it helps with recruiting, it helps with retention, and there's a, a lot of best practices that be shared amongst the franchisees as we continue to build that Caregiver First program across all the comfort care.
1: I think that's a huge relief for people, um, knowing that there's a support system out there to help with that, because obviously, to scale your business, you've got to have employees and you're helping seniors in most cases or those that cannot care for themselves. So it is generally a one-to-one ratio and certainly, yeah, need to make sure that your staffing is covered.
2: That's right. And it's, um, it's the hard, it is the hard part of the business. Um, There's no question about it. Um, We have that model. The comfort care model has a pretty intense labor component to it, but we do help our franchisees and have 10 years of experience doing it. So we feel very comfortable providing that support. We can also move into the care patrol model, which doesn't really require much labour at all. So if a candidate wants to help seniors place them into communities, the care patrol model solves that with no overhead, no employees. You can really run that business for yourself. You can grow it, you can add employees, you can add marketing help and sales help and really get to be a big care patrol franchisee, but it's a business you can run just as a single unit operator and, and do it very well. So. We like that again, all of us though, all of our businesses are cer- certainly an owner operator. We're not an investor model in any of our brands today. Um, but, but we do have different mixes of you know, heavy labor, less labor, dip more, more service oriented in each of the brands.
0: And I think your blue moon estates brand is a fun brand and that does not require, a, it requires more than care patrol, but way less than comfort care. Um, Tell us a little bit about that one. I find it interesting because I I went through this with my mother. She was, you know, she lived through the depression. She was a hoarder and you know, you you're you're going through all of their stuff and and part of you feels terrible because they've hung on to these things your whole entire their whole entire life and you don't want to just dump it. Um so there's professionals I think, you know, going into that as a franchisee somebody like me, you're thinking, I, I know nothing about any of this stuff, right? But you guys have people that know if there's value and and tell us a little bit about that. Cause it's, there's a lot to that side of it. You know, it's, I'm not an antiquer and I don't know how to value things and yeah. where does all this yeah. stuff go? <laughs>
2: no, no, Roxana, And you, you hit the demand right on the, right, the nail right on the head there. I, I just met with our newest franchise business consultant this morning. I had breakfast with him, and he was talking about how His parents passed away in Michigan. He was in Virginia. He didn't know what to do with their stuff. So he put it in storage for three years and then he rented a U-Haul and drove it all the way to Virginia and threw it all away because he didn't really need it or want it. And he said, if I'd have known about Blue Moon Estate Sales, I would have solved a problem and saved myself a lot of money and probably made some money out of, you know, transacting and and help people with, you know, some used furniture and things like that. So um, it is a wonderful business and it's the one that I feel most comfortable talking about because it's not necessarily in healthcare it's retail and it's merchandising, the the products in the homes and the, the, this, the things in the homes. And and you do get some really intense training all the way from our original founder, um, who's still around and still operates a, a unit as a franchisee. Uh, and so is still involved in the training. Um, we've got her on video for everything that she can provide. So this is a fantastic business, it's growing so fast. And what I love about it too, just like my experiences at GNC is that there's really no national competitor. There's really nobody doing yeah. it nationally. So we're going to be we're at 110 locations today. We're by far the largest, and we'll continue to grow. And that'll provide us some special opportunities by being biggest and being first. And that's why I really like that brand. It's a it's a wonderful brand with a lot of advantages. Um, and and in fact, just one more comment about that. We just had someone about six months ago who had been in the estate sales business for 20 years convert their business over to a Blue Moon because of some of the technology that we provide and some of the support that we provide, she wanted to expand into a second territory and just didn't really know how to approach that since she had done it 20 years before. And so joined up with Blue Moon and we, we get a great advantage by having somebody with a lot of experience and she gets the experience of all of our, our platform of franchise support. Wow.
1: I love that you mentioned technology. That's something that I'm just really hearing from a lot of different franchisors about their technological advancements. And you even mentioned something that's up and coming, I believe, regarding how to monitor maybe a fall. Is that yeah, right? Um,
2: yeah, there's some wonderful technology that we're rolling out in the comfort care business. We're calling it connected care. Uh, and we actually have this technology that can go into a home and it's a little disc that would go up on a wall or sit on a sit on a table. Um, It doesn't take pictures. It can't see people, but it can see images. Um, And so this system will recognize if that image is below a certain level in the floor for more than 30 seconds, an alarm will go off. Uh, If the person who might be on the floor doesn't turn that doesn't turn that alarm off in 30 seconds, then it calls 911 and then also calls the emergency number, whoever the caregiver might be, if it's a, a, a daughter or a son or a nephew or whatever. Uh, And that's just one component of the entire connected care system. So again, we can be in the home for a couple hours a day, and then we can be there monitoring and helping the the caregivers to make sure that we've got got an eye on mom, she's going to be okay. Uh, And then that system will even recognize activity, like mom got up five times last night. Um, So the system keeps track and records that um, so that you can kind of get reports and maybe she's not feeling well, but doesn't know how to communicate that. So just a ton of opportunity in that system. And we're rolling that out through our franchise system here um, Here at the beginning of 2023. That's amazing. It I is really that. amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think um, it is amazing. My mother-in-law has a friend and her assisted living that fell. And I think she did have one of those um, devices that she would wear around her neck. But of course, she didn't have it on. And she couldn't get to it. And she couldn't get to her phone. And she was on the floor for 11 hours. Yeah, eleven yeah, that, that, hours. Th-
2: those those, pe- those pendants, uh, you know, uh, parents don't want to wear them. Uh, and 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 the joke that we heard from the vendor that we dealt with, you know, the story that he likes to tell is, you know, they can see the the, the car pulling into the driveway, so the, pe- the pendant goes around the neck. Um, because they wear it when when they want to be seen wearing it, but they yeah. usually don't wear it other times. Yeah. So this this other system again, it's it's not it's 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 very private. It's not intrusive. We they can't see pictures, so that's another sensitive privacy thing. But it just sees images, and and um, it's wonderful technology. We're really we feel very very happy that we're partnered with this great company.
1: Wow. That's wonderful. So that's one example of kind of some future uh, things coming down the pipe. What else do you see for the future of the senior care business and specifically Best Life brands?
2: So there's so much space for us in this continuum of senior care. We talk about home care. We talk about putting helping people get into communities. We talk about the estate sales, senior care transition services. But you know, we can start in the continuum with nutrition. Um, there's mobility opportunities in franchising. Okay. Um, you can do financial planning. There's end-of-life services. There's so many things that we can get involved with at Best Life Brands. It's it's almost for us to kind of choose which ones we want to do next and how do we want to interrelate those businesses across the continuum. Um, I'll give you an example. I, I mentioned a few different categories there, mobility and nutrition and estate planning, um, beyond estate sales and end of life. Um, there's a you know personal group homes have become a new franchise concept that we're keeping our eye on. These are where maybe you have four or six residents in a single family home sharing two bathrooms with a full-time nurse and having people come in and visit therapists and and infusion therapy or whatever's needed for the clients. Um, very lucrative franchising model that's just kind of getting underway and we were keeping our eye on a couple of different brands. But that 1-on-1, or it's not necessarily 1-on-1, but it's 1-on-4, 1-on-6, on much better perhaps than if you don't want to go into a building with 100 beds, uh, a larger community. If you'd rather have some personal service, this is a concept that's coming. So, And I think probably something I'd be more interested in when it comes my time to live in a situation like that. So um, these are things we're keeping our eye on, but we've got so much space to go in that continuum that um, it's going to be fun considering what's next for us.
1: Just continue to expand and grow, it, obviously. And to mention those care homes, I do think those are really uh, a viable option for a lot of people who may not need a full-blown nursing home or even full-blown assisted living but need some additional care. And yet it feels more like home. I'm confident as, you know, if you're doing... Looking for a place for your parent who might be in that situation that the um, children, who adult children who are making those decisions would find that more comforting. I've had to make the decision to move my parents out of their home. I know Roxanne has too, and it's really difficult. So that would be a really nice, happy you know, medium and, and place to, to transition into before they need full-blown, 100% care.
2: And and that's exactly the kind of work the Care Patrol does. That's exactly what that franchise does is meet with you at that situation. Maybe it's time for mom to move into a community. What kind of community? What services does she need? What support would she need? Uh, what, What are the financial resources available through you or her? And then they narrow that down a huge database of all those communities in their local market. They narrow that down. They tour those communities with you and it's free. The client pays nothing. The franchisee gets paid by the community um, as a result of making the placement, once the person moves in, it cost the client nothing. Um, I love that model because it provides so much value. Imagine, just remember what that decision-making process was for you. Uh, I, I know my own well. situation. Driving yeah, I'm all over my, town. Driving all over town. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and. My, I, my, yeah. My wife will tell you when we placed my mother-in-law in a community I and mean, she had a 53 page fax application. She had to keep going to the FedEx store and fax. Oh could only oh, wow. oh. And so, in, and then, you know, we moved her into the community and we picked the wrong one because we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't yeah. have care patrols help. So it's a wonderful service service.
0: So Jay, turning this back to all of your experience, um, with all these different brands, what are, what are you looking for? What is a franchisor like you looking for in a franchisee? Who's successful in your, in your brands?
2: So um, I love the entrepreneurial spirit. That's one of the gratifications I get from my, from my career. I've been around probably seven or 8,000 different franchisees in my life and obviously very successful at some level in their life because they've been able to accumulate enough wealth to get into business for themselves. So there's that to start with. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love the entrepreneurial spirit, but it's got to be somebody that's entrepreneurial that wants to follow somewhat of a system. And like in the businesses and the brands that I've been in, we kind of have 80% of it structured and 20% of it to allow it to be locally relevant. So you've got to want to be able to follow that system. But people that are good with that, that are just, good business people that have good sales skills or good marketing skills. You don't have to be good at everything because the franchisor will help you fill the gaps. But if you have some specialty or expertise and and you get into a business that you're interested in and get excited about, the franchisor can make you successful. So those are the things that we look for. We look for people that really want to be in estate sales or really want to help seniors uh, and have some some skill that they're good at. Because if they're good at that one skill, we can fill in the gaps with all the rest of the support and and enhance that first skill. Uh, those are the things that we get excited about. And then ideally, it's going to be people that can can manage and expand into multiple territories. I think every franchise company doesn't think about this early, but but later on they start to say, you know, if we're going to have a thousand locations, I better not have a thousand franchisees because right. they take a lot of time and. Um, you know, it'll be a lot of hard work. And so ideally, we're also trying to identify those people that can mul- that can handle multiple territories down the road.
1: So I'm curious, do you have any franchisees that own more than one brand, like they might own um, a Care Patrol and a Blue Moon?
2: We do. Um, so we do. And we, it took us, so I've been here three years, just about, and it took us a little while to get to that stage. And the reason for that was because every brand did not have that first step, which I just talked about, which was making sure that the franchisee can be successful in multiple territories in the same brand. Um, when I first joined the company, uh, I won't say which brand it was, but we've, we've solved it. But the one of the people on the management team said, hey, around here, one plus one doesn't equal three. It equals one and a half. When we have franchisees that grow, they just don't get that second you know it's huge jump so that was an opportunity for us to fix that which we did and and now about 20% of our entire best life brands portfolio have multiple territories 3 years ago it was 1% and so once we got that once, once we got good at that then we could start to think about expanding into multiple brands and we have a, about a handful maybe 10 franchisees that have gone from one brand to another so far and we expect that to continue to grow especially when we get more brands in the portfolio
0: Great. Yeah, that's um, you want them to be successful in one brand before you have them take on another one. Right.
2: And I learned I learned a really good lesson about that at GNC. When GNC was starting to grow, there was so much success happening. And the would open the first store and then they would open a second store. And then that third store didn't do so well. And I, I would say, well, but when you add the three stores together, they're still doing pretty well. And that was the wrong rationalization. That's not the way you need to think about it. Each store needs to stand on its own and make sure it's successful. Uh, That was a good learning for me. Um, And so um, that's that's the standard that we build it by here at at Best Life Brands and it's it's working very well.
0: Well, thank you for sharing with us today. Thank you for coming on and telling us about all of your brands and sharing your, your franchising knowledge. For those of you listening, thank you for listening in. I'm Roxanne Rapsky. You can follow us on LinkedIn. This is my colleague, Sarah Wasco, W A S K O W, and my last name is R A P S K E. You can find us on our YouTube channel at FranNet of Dallas, Fort Worth, and Oklahoma. You can also find us on our website at frannet.com. And lastly, you can find Unpredicted Entrepreneur anywhere you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much. Bye bye.